Hello and welcome to Soul Self. I'm your host, Shayna, a board-certified embodiment coach and master energy healer. Here we talk all things magic, love, sex, money, brain, hormones, and energy. You'll walk away with new truth bombs because I love talking about all the things people are thinking but too afraid to say, as well as educating you on everything I know in this mind, body, and soul of mine. You can find ways to work with me and products to enhance your life at bloomshakti.com. Hello, hello, my beauties, and welcome to another episode of Soul Self. So today we're going to talk about how the pill fucks you up. But first off, I want to preface that this, I'm not going to say that you absolutely shouldn't be on the pill and that you're a terrible woman if you're on the pill. No, I'm not saying that. I'm never going to say that you can never go on the pill. You can do whatever the fuck you want. My job here is to educate you so you can make informed decisions. The problem is that doctors don't give us all of our options. And if you're on the pill because of like you want hormonal contraception, then make sure that you watch the, listen to the, watch the, listen to the previous episode about how you can't get pregnant at any time. So listen to that because that's an important one. And all of this is actually just the tip of the iceberg for my program, Womb Temple. And if you're listening to this before July 20th, 2022, then today actually is going to be the last day of the pre-sale for the program. And honestly, the amount that I'm charging is almost close to nothing because it took me years, literally years and thousands of dollars to learn all this. And I'm offering it to you in the hundreds, which obviously the price is going to go up in the future because I'm going to be adding a lot more. But um, this is the first live round. I don't know if I'm going to do another live round, but it'll probably be like a self-study. But literally there's everything from energetics to the physical to the nutrition everything and then some that you could even need and ask for when it comes to healing your womb and connecting with that space. Um, our first call is July 24th, 2022. So make sure to get in before the pre-sale ends and yeah, let's just dive into this episode. So if you are on birth control because you don't want to get pregnant, make sure to listen to that episode about how you can't get pregnant at any time. If you're on it because of hormonal issues, listen to the episode about your period problems. Um, there's going to be a lot of just period podcast episodes, so make sure to go to bloomshakti.com podcast directory, and there's like a whole list of topics on periods. So, okay. Um, uh, you know, something that I want to talk about is actually like, if you look at kids, right? Kids in society today, a majority of them have like ADD, ADHD, some kind of mental concentration issue, asthma, eczema, some kind of gut issue, super moody. And then you look at a, the amount of women on the pill and it's undeniably correlated and it's scary. Like one of the stats that I was, that I had come across before I like recorded this episode and wanted to have my stats done. I have my master's in healthcare administration. So research is like, my fucking I'm just so good at it but I feel like I don't share that enough but anyways um it is actually scary the amount of women that are on the pill and then the side effects that comes after their kids so for example research like has actually shown that maternal use of the pill three months before getting pregnant 
is associated with a 46% higher risk of leukemia in children compared to women with no use. So using, like falling pregnant on the pill, which actually happens to millions of women every year, that is associated with a 78% higher risk of any kind of leukemia in the offspring. That is scary. That is really scary. And, you know, the pill has also been grouped as a level one carcinogen, you know, so there's so many chemicals like smoking, cigarettes, really fucking dangerous shit, right? Like that's all in level one carcinogen. But that's what birth control is classified as, you know, class one carcinogen. But the main point that I want to preface is... I want to reiterate that no judgment or shame if you are on the pill or you were on the pill. This is about you being able to have access to knowledge and making your own informed decisions because that is in your power. So, firstly, all drugs taken orally are first delivered to the liver before entering general circulation. And the thing is, years of daily, 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 okay, not like the occasional aspirin here and there, like years of daily pill consumption is really toxic for the liver. It's a considerable load on your liver. And I mean, like I said, it's a class one carcinogen. So your liver is getting more clogged every single time that you're actually taking the pill, which is causing the estrogen dominance, the gut issue, the mental health issues, brain fog. Like there's just so many issues with your body not being able to detoxify and it creates a lot of inflammation and like responses for your body, right? And like there was a study with the American Journal of Association that over a million do- uh, women, like over a million women who were on birth control were actually prescribed antidepressants. And that says a lot within itself because depression is actually linked to all gut health issues, um, immune system issues, and like a whole body inflammation. Also, I actually dropped out of PA school, but I don't believe in the immune system. Like if you look at graphs and stuff, there's no such thing as an immune system. It's actually the lymphatic system that they're referring to. So basically if you do your dry brushing, you go in a sauna, you get proper daily circulation, whether it's walking, whether it's doing Qigong, like you're clearing out your lymphatic system and also drinking lots of water, like living water. I think I did an episode on all about like live water. I'm not sure. But um, if you go back, like you can see that. Um, but it's absolutely no wonder why there's such a high correlation. And the pill's also been associated with like a lot of heart, um, heart attacks, autoimmune issues, thyroid issues, adrenal disorders, all the gut function issues, um, hair loss, depression, insulin resistance, PCOS, so many different fucking things. And another analysis, like, um, that it was studied in, or it was published in the Medical Institute, uh, research called Lancet. The use of the pill before the age of 20 doubles the risk of breast cancer. Let me rewind for a second and read that to you. The Lancet, which was an analysis that was done on a large number of women on the pill it found that the use of the pill before the age of 20 okay doubles the risk of breast cancer 
And then you put that in conjunction with like alcohol every now and then, toxic load from radiation, like toxic products, going through security, flights, right? When you're flying, that's a lot of radiation. Um, skincare, like water, if you're not drinking the proper kind, like all those things are associated to breast cancer. Plus this, like it's horrendous. And what's even more scary is like all these issues with the pill, it actually benefits the economy in one way or another because people have to pay more for antidepressants and all the other shit that they have to get done when they're on the pill. So all the other period problems that women get from being on the pill are when they come off the pill. So the pill and hormonal contraception is a big fucking problem globally. Like in the U.S., It's $1.7 billion every single fucking year in the U.S. alone. In the U.S. alone, guys. In the U.S. alone. So these drug advertisements, and you see it all the time, right? Like, get rid of your cellulite. Get rid of your headaches. Get rid of your cystic acne or whatever. Like, they monetize off our problems. And if we're going to have, like, if we didn't have problems as humans a lot of these companies wouldn't even be surviving, you know? So, and another thing, I mean, like, me, right? Like, I wouldn't even exist if you guys didn't have problems because, like, when you have period issues, like, if you didn't have those issues, you wouldn't be coming to me. But I'm actually here to fucking give you information that you can make an empowered decision from. So, like, we do benefit off problems, But I'm actually benefiting in a way that, like, I want to make you better. Like, my job is to make myself redundant. Like, if I haven't made myself redundant to a client, then I haven't made myself clear enough or, like, for my client to get a result, you know? But, like, with the drug industry, they're not necessarily fixing a problem. They're putting a band-aid over it, or at least I'm fucking fixing it. So drug advertisements aim for us to have bad periods so that we can actually look for quote, helpful solutions, but as we know, it's just a band-aid to the actual problem. Another thing wrong with a pill and hormonal contraception, like the IUD and all that stuff, is the IUD and the Implanon, they're a little different, but if you have them, generally it's all the same in terms of like liver overload, estrogen dominance, throwing out, you know, your moods, hormonal imbalance, Bottom line, it is disrupting the um, the communication between your brain and your ovaries. So your body is not working optimally and it's going to cause problems because our body is meant to work in sync. Everything's meant to switch on and communicate with one another. So the pill delivers four times the amount of estrogen and progesterone than what the normal peak level is. Okay, and it's not even bioidentical like the um estrogen is not estradiol it's like that we would naturally make in our body it's a different synthetic estrogen not the same fucking thing like you can get a bioidentical cream like that women get for during estrogen um but you can get it in a natural form too right but then the shit that comes in the in the pill I'm sorry, guys. I can't fucking talk today because I'm, like, on day four of my period. So I'm just, like, trying to get this out before, like, 2 p.m. Because 2 p.m. I, like, crash. But the pill 
like the hormones are generally um, measured in parts per trillion and in order to collect a teaspoon of estradiol from a woman which is the estrogen that we naturally secrete right we would need to distill the blood of 250,000 women of childbearing age okay a quarter of the women we would need need to like distill the blood from all of them to get one teaspoon of estradiol so that's how little the estradiol is in our body because it's measured in parts per trillion so this gives you an idea of how finely balanced our hormones are and the pill obviously and other hormonal contraceptions not only can it very easily like mask hormonal hormonal imbalance but it also throws everything out of whack that even when you come off of it your hormones are going to be all over the place because they have been like the it's like the biggest band-aid that's been fucking slammed on a paper cut you know so basically the pill is this giant band-aid that could fit like an elephant and they're putting it on a paper cut because that's the ratio between our natural occurring hormones versus the hormones on the pill and of course like you have different levels of you know the pill and i'm actually gonna close my window so i'm gonna pause this Okay, we are back because there's street cleaning, so I didn't want to have all that unnecessary noise. But another thing with the pill is, um, this is just really alarming, is that like during our cycle, our whole body changes, right? And I'm actually going to add to the um, to womb temple how you should be exercising differently during each phase of your cycle because that can actually wreak havoc on your hormones as well. Um, and it's because like everything changes, like our body temperature and every organ is affected in the change. So the pill actually alters at least 150 bodily functions. It literally affects every one of your organs. Mic drop. Like it affects 150 bodily functions in all your organs. If that's not enough to go like, what the fuck and get off the pill, I don't know what it is, but also if you're like, you know, if you're wondering if the fucking pill does damage to you, then yeah, it does. Like I just said that it affects like every single organ in your body. Sometimes it takes time to see, but, um, I think, I think the thing is that like a lot of women go on to birth control when they're so young that they don't even know what their body's supposed to be like. Like they don't even know what's normal to like be a woman, you know, but when you're getting off the pill, like there's just so many other issues like missing your period or heavy, heavy periods, short cycles, infertility, headaches, leaky gut, like inflammatory bowel disease, fatigue, adrenal and thyroid dysfunction, skin issues, dry skin, mood disruption, depression, anxiety, like vag- vaginal dryness, chronic infections, you know, vitamin, mineral absorption issues fucking list goes on okay the list goes on but there's so many different things that the pill affects you with and the pill never ever 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 fix a hormonal problem it doesn't bring your period back even a period on the pill isn't a period because it's a drug induced bleed that's what it is 
So the pill basically shuts down the conversation between your ovaries and your brain. So it's no surprise that when you stop taking the pill or when you start taking the pill, you encounter serious challenges with reestablishing that connection. A lot of women find that when they come off the pill, they struggle to get their period back, which makes total sense because the pill, like Implanon or whatever, or a shot, has literally shut down that connection between your brain and ovaries. And the pill sabotages your thyroid because it intensifies the chances of clots and that actually increases cervical cancer, heart attacks, um, diabetes, heart attacks, autoimmune issues. And the most alarming part is that doctors, like if you've been in a doctor's office where they go through this giant list, like please tell me the fucking doctor's name, but like doctors aren't going to go through this giant fucking list because a lot of times they think like, oh, that's not going to happen to you. It happens to like one of a hundred thousand women. But what if you are that one? You know, like it is actually not rare. Like women have died from being on the pill because of blood clots and stuff. What if you are that one? In my mind, why risk it when you're not going to get any fucking benefit from the pill? A lot of women think like, oh, I don't want to get pregnant, but there's literally other fucking ways of avoiding pregnancy. And it's funny because actually after I'm done recording this podcast, I'm going to be recording all about natural birth control um, as a module in Womb Temple. Let me just get a sip of water. So the pill also, it like destroys your gut integrity. You know, you have, you have, you're more susceptible to gut inflammation. It alters your microbiome and creates so many issues with immune regulation that it can actually spark an autoimmune disease. And you'll have to deal with that much longer when you come off the pill. You know, like why risk it? There's like a 300% risk of getting Crohn's disease when you get on the pill. 300%. So in my mind, like really think about the fucking benefits that you're getting if you're on the pill, okay? If it outweighs this. In my mind, it absolutely doesn't. But birth control pill, like it delivers a large dose of synthetic estrogen and progesterone, right? Through the entire month, it's, you know, plus the sugar pills, which are like the placebo pills, right? It's like a drug-induced bleed. So this is nothing like a normal cycle. Like the in- increased dose from the pill actually suppresses your pituitary, which is part of the brain, from releasing follicle-stimulating hormone and luteinizing hormone. And this is how it prevents ovulation. So the brain perceives there's more than enough hormone, so it diminishes the signal <coughs> that would make have the body make more. And this is actually called the negative feedback system, or the back loop. And this means no brain hormones, no natural hormone rhythm, or no ovulation at all. So when you take these sugar pills, you're not getting your period because you didn't ovulate. It's a drug-induced bleed. The mini pill, which is like progesterone only, It stops ovulation by 60%, but it's still enough to prevent pregnancy. And as long as you're on the pill, 
your brain and ovaries aren't talking, which can affect all your fucking hormones. So for God's sake, like, like studies have shown that women that are on the pill can have like major changes in their cycle, sometimes for years after taking the pill, after taking the pill. And one study found that the average time for ovulatory cycle, which means like when you have a cycle and you didn't ovulate, was about nine months. Nine months. So the study found that the average time of women having an av- like natural ovulatory cycle was nine months. So all the work that I'm doing in Womb Temple, I am praying because it takes three months for your follicular phase to reset. If you apply it and you are consistent and dedicated with it, you will be on point with your period in three months or less. I can guarantee that. But there's other studies that also show that like it could take you longer to get pregnant than expected. Like it could take years. It could take years to get pregnant when you're coming off the pill. So don't fall into the trap of like, oh, it's not going to happen to me. Like you don't fucking know, you know, and jumping back to the depression thing, like women who have postpartum depression, like if depression runs in your family, you're going to turn that gene on. So women taking the combination pills, with their, which are the estrogen and progesterone, which are the synthetic version, will 20% likely be prescribed antidepressants because of that gut inflammation and immune dysregulation, which can um, creates the depression. And also, when teens are on the pill, they are 80% more likely to develop depression. Women taking the progesterone-only pill are 34% more likely to be prescribed the antidepressants. <clears throat> Teens taking the progesterone-only pill have a twofold increase in, um, twofold increase in depression. And women who use hormonal contraception have three times the risk of suicide. What the fuck? Basically, the pill causes depression, and it is undeniable, and you are so much more likely to get it, or like an autoimmune disease, if you have that in the family, because you can turn those genes on. Isn't that wild? The pill can literally activate and turn on and start genes that are turned off in your body, and besides like besides the inflammation and gut disruption and causing depression and anxiety the pill also depletes so many nutrients crucial for your brain health it lowers your testosterone your thyroid and adrenal causes leaky gut messes with your microbiome all these things can make you feel depressed and it especially affects your vitamin b absorption which is linked to anxiety and depression So research has also shown that women on the pill experience a decrease in their neuroprotective brain cells and an increase in neurotoxic cells that actually destroy your brain cells compared to women that don't use hormonal contraception. So basically it means that being on the pill is bad for your brain, so don't do it. The, um, besides the B vitamins, it also depletes your folate, like folate acid, which is a B vitamin, magnesium, selenium, B2, B6, B12, C, E, zinc, 
Um, and that's also all, like, it lowers the antioxidants um, in your body, such as the enzyme CoQ10. And because of all these nutritional depletements, it's really important that when you get off the pill, you take supplements because your body is so depleted. Like, when you're coming off the pill, food is not going to cut it. Your body is so depleted, you need to take supplements. And that's why getting pregnant after you quit birth control is really fucking dangerous. <coughs> not just for you, but also for your baby because your body is so nutrient, deplete, nutrient depleted. Your baby's not going to get all the nutrition that it needs for healthy neurological development, healthy spine, healthy heart, lungs kidneys all that stuff like and it's so important to be well nourished you know like so many women that like birth children that are not 100% you know and it doesn't it shouldn't become a hassle like it's not just a hassle for you as a mother right but it's also like that child you know like and I'm not saying like I'm just saying like this education aspect is so important because you don't want to be falling pregnant straight off the pill. If you come off the pill, you want to be like leave six to 12 months so you can actually get your cycle back and get your nutrient stores back up so you can have a healthy baby for your sake, for your wallet's sake, and for that beautiful baby's sake. So that's that. And also what I want to say is what's really heartbreaking to me is Like, what's really heartbreaking to me is that the pill decreases your libido, and it can actually fuck it up for life. So, a lot of women... I'm going to get some water, sorry. Um, What was I saying? Oh my god, I lost my train of thought. Oh, okay, so, like, libido, right? So, a lot of times when teenage girls go on to birth control, right, at 15, 16 years old, they don't even know what their normal healthy libido is, right? And then they lose it, and then they don't understand why they don't want sex as much when they're 24 with their boyfriend, and they think it's normal, and they think their boyfriend's being, you know, a frustrated dickhead that's just horny, but she should be horny too, but the pill shuts us down. And we don't even know what it's like to feel normal. So we grow up with this feeling of like, okay, this is what's normal. This is a normal sex drive. And that's really fucking sad. And it affects the men in your life. And being on the pill affects the people in your life too. Because if you're moody, if you're being a mean bitch, if you have no sex drive, it will 100% impact your relationship without a doubt. And also like... Your sexual energy is your creative energy, which is also how much money you make. So it's all fucking connected to so many different aspects of our lives, you know? Unless until you're one of those boss queens that's acting like a man in a man's world, which, I mean, not saying you're not welcome here, but hopefully you're educating yourself to shift those ways. Um, On the pill, like, I want to preface that... Just because you're not getting any symptoms doesn't mean it's not affecting your body. It is shutting down that pathway. You need to up your nutrient stores. You need to clear out all your shit after getting off the pill. And you need to fix your gut health. So 
yeah. Also, let's quickly talk about male birth control, right? Because, like, there is a man version. So, a trial was done of injectable male contraception, and that was suspended after... Check this out. It was actually... um, There were more risks than actual benefit. So, out of the 320 men in the study, 20 men said that they couldn't tolerate the side effects which were pain um, when they did the injection, acne, and some depression. Only 20 men said they didn't like it, so the researchers stopped the entire study, the trial, despite it being 96% effective. So out of 300 men, uh, 320 men, 20 men said they didn't like it, and the research was stopped. Despite the fact that it was 96% effective. And you know what the side effects were? It was the same exact thing that women experience, but at a higher rate. So it's the same side effect. The male contraception had the same side effects, but we have it worse. And yet we still put our bodies through this. Let me just say... This is not meaning that, oh, well, men should just go on it. I can't believe this. And, like, this whole equality bullshit, right? That's not what I'm saying. Um, but what I am saying is that this isn't about, oh, well, men should go on contraception and blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not about emasculation. Women have it like this. It's so unfair. No. Like, we're not going to be dogmatic. How about no one be on fucking hormonal contraception? Let's just learn how to manage our own fertility and not get pregnant without having, you know, to affect our bodies to such drastic levels. Another side effect was that women obviously have decreased libido um, on the pill, but on the trial, the men's libido actually increased. So I guess it's not a bad side effect for them, but it's interesting that we are so okay with having a low libido. Um, over 100 million women worldwide opt for hormonal contraception and it has the same or more issues than male contraception, you know? And it's also a class one carcinogen. I don't really know how the two work out. It doesn't make sense. Like, it's like smoking is classified as dangerous, right? But it's like okay to take birth control. You know, like, how is the pill still prescribed? I don't understand how that's okay, but they don't prescribe you to smoke, you know? But another thing with the pill is it messes with your liver. So your liver produces excess sex and immunoglobulins. And basically, this increases your body to, like, it increases to protect your body from synthetic hormones. So while the levels decrease when you're coming off the pill, research actually speculates that it may never return to pre-pill level. And it's crazy because like once you're on the pill, like coming off of it, you going back to your healthy normal of like pre-pill levels doesn't really happen. You have like a new normal. But um, There's actually some studies that being on the pill changes your liver genes. 
completely. So with the research on liver and cancer correlation is conflicting, however, I will mention that since the introduction of the pill in 1960s, the, there was, um, there's a huge increase in benign liver tumors that were rarely reported before the pill, and now they're much more commonly reported, at least all the liver tumors. So I think there's a correlation between the two, but you can also throw in, you know, all the other toxic loads we have, but that's my argument of like, we have so many unavoidable toxins, so why throw more fuel to the fire when, you know, you can avoid being on the pill and stuff. And the pill at the end of the day is an endocrine system disruptor, and it's some, this is what I want you to think about, okay? The women, the amount of women that are on an organic diet, use all natural green products, grass-fed shit, like, you know, organic, organic, you know, and then they're on the pill. I'm like, why the fuck waste your money buying organic when you're taking the pill and pumping your body with hormones? Like, you're, you might as well have the chicken with the hormones, does that make sense? Like these chemicals and carcinogens in the pill are endocrine disruptors. They have been shown to disrupt diabetes, cancer, affecting your thyroid metabolism, you know, binding to your receptors. It's also been theorized that the toxins actually shrink your thymus, which is the organ where our immune cells go to mature and figure out what to do and what not to do in terms of your body and figure out like how to keep your body healthy, you know, like what to fight against, what not to fight against. And when the thymus shrinks, there's a diminished, um, there's a diminished production of T cells, which is regular, like helps to regulate your autoimmunity. So that's a link between that decrease in your immune system function and the autoimmune issues because of the shrinkage of the thymus and the diminished, you know, T cells. So, that's kind of a fucking overview. Like, I want to... I know this is, like, a lot of information, and it's a little bit overwhelming. I should have given a disclaimer at the beginning. I don't want to bombard you, but this is all really important to talk about. And, you know, I want to give you some tips. So, if you are on the pill, you should be taking a detox, like, every three to four months. Like... Obviously, it's not a full detox because you're still on the pill, but it's somewhat supportive for your body for when you do decide to come off the pill. Um, and with detox, like you're always detoxing, right, with your liver, but it's just like your liver is so clogged from the pill that it's hard to detox, but it's always working on it. So you don't have to go on some like juice cleanse or whatever because you're always detoxing. But when I say do a detox, I'm like you know, do something for it or take liver stuff on a day-to-day basis. So something to support it is having a ton of veggies, like veggies for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I'm talking about tons, not like a side plate of two pieces of broccoli. Like I make two fucking trays of veggies for dinner. So that's how much you need to have. No sugar, no dairy, no grains, like nothing inflammatory really limiting that for the detox period, limiting vegetable oil, even natural sugar, like reducing stress, um, having a lot of brassica veggies, bone broth, doing the ATP gut right is going to be a good reset for your gut, 
they also have resilience tablets, which are really good for your liver. Um, it has like frankincense, reishi in it. So a lot of good stuff to like flush out. But um, in terms of supplements, like you need to support your body on the pill. So some supplements are like glutathione, which is an antioxidant, um, milk thistle, dim, calcium, lots of dandelion, I actually have an elixir that I need to put into room temple. Let me write my notes because I totally forgot that. Elixir. Um, so yeah. Um, turmeric is really good. And some other things when you're trying to do the detox when you're on the pill is like give your body a little bit of support, like up your nutrients so you're getting those nutrients that are getting depleted. So like the folate, the magnesium, selenium, zinc, all that stuff, you need to have plenty of it um, to help your body out. In terms of acne, when you're on the pill and off the pill, the reason you have acne on the pill is because of your testosterone. Um, I feel like I talked about this. Did I talk about this? I don't think I talked about this. So the pill doesn't fix it, okay? Like, the body's always going to heal your more important organs before your skin. And the pill is also really inflammatory to your gut, which I've said a million times. It suppresses your um, liver from detoxing and stuff. Um, and it produces more acne when you come off the pill. So what you need to start with when you come off the pill and even like getting off the pill and stuff before you come off the pill, you need to be doing all this shit. And then when you come off the pill, like you continue doing it. So it's a seamless transition. So lots of healthy fats, clean up your cosmetics, increasing zinc, no dairy. Did I say that already? I don't know. Beets, carrots, egg yolks, pecans, pumpkin seeds, shellfish, oysters, red meat. Also have a lot of omega-3 fatty acids. Vitex can be helpful. Eating fruits with like GLA. GLA um, reduces prostaglandins. And that actually helps to combat the cramps and stuff. Um, lots of turmeric. Like really good quality turmeric. I love the Gaia brand. Um, golden, how oh, they don't actually exist anymore. They closed down during COVID, so I actually stocked up, so that's how I know. But, um, licorice root helps too, if you, especially if you have high blood pressure. Um, and then saw palmetto is really helpful as well. This actually helps to, um, avoid testosterone to convert to DHA and that causes acne. So that's also a really great herb to try. And let me go on to some questions that I've had um, in regards to womb temple and from women that were women that are interested in womb temple that are on the pill. So when drop, when hopping on the pill, I gained weight. Okay, so this is basically like the estrogen, excess estrogen, your thyroid getting disrupted, the gut inflammation, um the liver clogging so remember when you have too much estrogen especially the bad estrogen that increases the amount of um fatty fat deposit 
um, around your butt hips thighs and then let me see okay yeah so to answer your question like the pill does disrupt your metabolism so that's why you probably gained weight and then also your body like holds on to the water weight too so and there's just so much inflammation so the next question is thoughts on iud marina i want to switch over but i'm skeptical so the thing is like if you're wanting to go on the copper iud generally speaking women's periods will get very heavy and quite painful for the first eight to twelve months and then it'll subside so the thing about the copper iud if you don't find that it's like painful in the beginning that's great you just want to be careful because of the copper so you don't want to have copper toxicity <clears throat> that's something you really want to consider and think about um in womb temple i'm actually going to talk about metal detox because that's part of the protocol of getting your hormones in check Okay, so that's all for today's episode, and I will be back talking about PCOS tomorrow and how you might not have PCOS. Also in Womb Temple, I'm going to be talking about the four different types of PCOS. Yes, there's four different types, and each one has a different way to combat it, which I dive into deeper in Womb Temple. But in the meantime, if you're interested in joining Womb Temple, please email bloomshaktihealing at gmail.com. I'll have it in the show notes. Or DM me on Instagram at bloomshakti.com, bloomshakti, not bloomshakti.com. <laughs> um, or if you want, you can go on the website, bloomshakti.com, go under offerings, programs, scroll all the way down, you'll see Womb Temple. You can sign up, pay right then and there, and then get access to a bunch of fucking content. And we have our live call on July 24th, which I'm so excited for, so... I look forward to doing that and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Mwah. Bye. I hope you got lots of empowerment from today's episode. I'd be really grateful if you could leave a review as a simple energy exchange or share this podcast and feel free to tag me on Instagram, Boom Shakti. Help me to live my purpose, adding value to others' lives. To work with me or for products to enhance your life, check out bloomshakti.com.